just to, as an editing note, I don't feel comfortable with anything you just said, so we're going to have to edit all that out. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs>
right. Enough of that nonsense. <laughs> okay. I have a, can I ask a question about? Yes. Yeah. When you said that, like, I'm never really inappropriate, and it's because I pay attention. What did What did you mean by that? Like, I, I don't totally understand that. I mean that you like the conversations that we've had. You've paid attention to what I'm comfortable with. And the things that I talk about and you have reciprocated in that way. So there are some things that another friendship may not ever have a conversation about, either on a podcast or in a personal conversation. But you've paid attention to what I'm okay with. And you also do a really good job checking in, like... Like, either after we record or whatever. Like, was that okay? Was that too far? Whatever. So. Okay. I, I couldn't think of an example of the first thing, but I do remember there's been a couple times where we recorded a segment and I came back later and I was like, uh, I feel kind of weird about that. Are you yeah. okay with this? Yeah. <laughs> We've both done that. Uh, just to, as an editing note, I don't feel comfortable with anything you just said, so we're going to have to edit all that out. You know what? (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Okay. So I got you back for the 100th episode. I was not expecting that. And you got me. Good. Took, cruelly took advantage of me in my... In my exhausted state, not very nice. Us. <laughs> okay, uh, but as far as getting people to follow you back, uh, I have you know, recording this on Saturday. Tomorrow is the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> the scene of your greatest triumph on Twitter. Um, well, I do love football. <laughs> I love it so much. I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> I know. I know. It's just, you know, it's it's your season. Who's playing? Who's doing the halftime show? I know none of these details. Uh, the halftime show sounds legitimately horrible. I think it's, um, oh, who is it? It's Shakira and Jennifer Lopez. Oh, gosh. Um, oh, so then which, we all have to hear about how amazing Jennifer Lopez looks even when she's 50 years old. I just be like, you know what? We could all look amazing if we were millionaires and had personal chefs and plastic surgery and skincare and all that. I love the headline that I saw. <laughs> and it was the headline was said something to the effect of uh, Jennifer Lopez plans empowering Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show. I can't wait. It's going to be so good. At long last, this is what will lift women up. There was one amazing Super Bowl halftime show, and it featured you two. I was just going to say you two. <laughs> All yeah, the rest have been garbage. <laughs> no. Unfortunately, Missy that was Elliott the, was there a few years ago. That was good. Unfortunately, that was the Super Bowl that the Patriots cheated in, uh, as they <laughs> are wont to do. And I've already lost you on this tangent, so let's just continue on. <sighs> yeah. Okay. All right. Housekeeping. Got an email from Jamie. Hey, Jamie. <sighs> What's up, Jamie? Uh, Jamie. Think that's his real name. And every other pastor slash professional Christian who won't admit they listen to our show. <laughs> we love you so much. <laughs> There's a lot of them. 
All right, so Jamie says, here's something I've been thinking a lot about lately. There are several appearances in the Old Testament of a man-like figure, blah, 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 blah. Get to the point. It says, God exists outside of time. Yes. Does he interact with us non-linearly? Yeah, why not? Are you willing to consider the possibility that that these visitations in the Old Testament are post-incarnate Christ traveling back in time after the resurrection? Jamie, you you know my wheelhouse. You know I love crazy conspiracy theories. You know I love the idea of God outside the the constraints of time. I do too. Here's, here's where it falls apart for me. Uh, do we have to have a a Christ Prime at that point? What does that mean? You know, like in the Star Trek movies, they have Spock Prime. <laughs> All right, Give sorry, me another Jason. example. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if if Jesus travels back, uh-huh. he's he's you know if Jesus is outside of time, is there a prime Jesus? Because what happens if if Jesus is traveling back in time? Can he interact with himself? Like uh, how does that work? Does that splinter the whole thing? Because now you have two Christs and you can only have one Christ. Mm, mm. That's my theological quandary on this. So Jamie, I'm actually just going to kick this back to you, mm. and I will wait for your email and thoughts on this, and maybe we can continue this. Oh, good. On a future. I episode. like this conversation too. Sometimes I tell, like, if you tell someone you're going to pray for something and then you forget, I just pray for it anyways, even though things too. already passed. I'm like, you know what? God works outside of time. I forgot. <laughs> I'm just totally going to go ahead and pray thing. for this. That, that makes me so happy that you do that. It's <laughs> another like, weird thing we have in common. <laughs> you, like you find out that like somebody was in the hospital that you're supposed to pray for. And you, they, you find out that they got out of the hospital. And I was like, oh, crap. I'm going to quick pray for him real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you were like, it was my prayer that did it. <laughs> As I take a bow. Oh, man. (laughs) All right. Also in housekeeping, uh, Twitter question. I got to give a quick background on this. I did a tweet. (laughs) (laughs) A bad tweet. What was was my tweet about, Casey? Homeschool Hooters. Yes. (laughs) At I'm Angela Pangela tweeted or actually actually she quote tweeted it with an anecdote about in Huntsville Alabama very close to my stomping grounds the Chick-fil-A and Hooters are next to each other so good on university on university boulevard street I have a university boulevard too that's probably connected we could probably just get on it and just keep (laughs) driving and meet each other uh, okay. So I tweeted, I tweeted back to her like, "Hey, Angela, I know where that is. I, I drive past there, you know, every month or so when I'm in Huntsville." And uh, so she tweeted back, "I have questions. Is it a sin to park at Chick Fil A and walk to Hooters?" <sighs> Robin Crandall and I need to hear this discussed on a podcast episode. If there's not a sign that says this parking is for Chick-fil-A customers only, then I don't think it's a sin. Except that you're going to Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's a, she's a lady, Casey. So? Ladies don't get mind boners. Ladies get heart boners. You taught me this. <laughs> oh, well. But is the food any good? What is what is the likelihood <laughs> percentage wise that I've ever been inside a Hooters? I just want to hear a number from you. I'm gonna go with a negative seventeen percent. You suck. 
<laughs> See, this is the problem when you have a mixed gendered friend and you tell them too much about your history. <laughs> <laughs> they remember everything. They do, and then they make fun of you for okay. being a sheltered homeschooler. What do you think? Do you think it's a send to park at Chick Fil A and walk and- to Hooters? Well, I mean, if you're going to engage the culture, I mean, maybe not. <laughs> you know, hand out some chick tracks. Mm-hmm. We don't have any more Hooters in Orlando. They're all, they all shut down. <sighs> Sad. Sad I, but true. I used, to, I used to work with a guy that, like, there's a there's a version of Hooters. There's a couple like that that I don't... <sighs> Yeah, there's like an Irish version, I think. Kill, tilted Kilt or yes, something. Yes, yes, we do have that. Yeah, Twin Peaks or something. I don't know, Twin but like Peaks. whatever the... No, that's like a restaurant. I... That's a TV show. Okay, well, how about you Google Twin Peaks real quick and no, see what happens? No, I believe you. I'm not going to Google anything. Okay. I used to work with a guy and he would he would go to those restaurants and uh, slip, you know, $20 bills to the waitresses and it was just like... Oh, why? why? Like, it was... thanks for showing me your boobs, sorta. But I mean, yes, I don't know. S- sorta, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I don't either. Okay, what do we have for this episode? Ah, uh, you know, nothing major. We're just gonna talk about some amazing videos that we have selected to talk about. Okay, so. I get kind of throw this in real quick. Please, um, if you if you just listening like from a uh, like a subscription or a feed, we're gonna tweet out a on the Fun Sexy Bible Time Twitter account at FS Bible Time. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. Something it's late, one of those. Right? Yeah, you know it's it's on the Twitter machine. We're gonna tweet Fun out. Fun Sexy with... Bible Time has double the amount of followers that I do. By the way. <laughs> What what must we do to get Casey some followers? I have to stop tweeting about boring stuff and real life stuff. I have to only tweet about funny, stupid stuff. <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to this. We, we, we will get you followers. Uh, but we will tweet out, when this episode goes out, we will tweet out a li- like a, like a list of the YouTube videos that we're doing so that you can, you can follow along with this. Yes. Because some of these are obscure and it might take a second for you to have to find if you don't have the link <laughs> two of them are pretty obscure one of them <laughs> has been in the in the conversation on twitter for a couple weeks everything about this podcast is obscure yeah okay so the first one we're going to talk about week away first um and i'm kind of i'm going to talk about this because i was allowed to go to youth group and camp unlike oh, gosh. <laughs> The reason I wasn't allowed to go is because of things like this. This this is what my parents thought happened at youth camp. This is literally what they thought happened. Well, I'm going to tell the real story right now. Okay. Okay, so A Week Away is apparently a musical movie that's going to be centered around a catalog of CCM music, which the makers of the movie are nostalgic for. Um, so first I'd just like to say after watching this one minute video that the makers of this movie definitely never went to camp or they definitely never went to a Baptist camp. Uh, it's just, there's so much going on. Okay. So here's what, (laughs) here's what one of the people says about the movie. 
We have such a love for this catalog of music that we felt had such an opportunity to still speak, be relevant, and be important. Vasquez tells Billboard. I'm getting this from the Billboard thing. And we wanted to match that with the levity of church camp. We thought, what a great place to be able to showcase what can happen in a kid's life in camp and the story that can happen when they are just loved, received, and welcomed. I'm like, um, loved, received, and welcomed at church camp? (laughs) We're like guilted, exhausted, and emotionally manipulated into having a spiritual experience. (laughs) Whoa, wait, pump the brakes. I just feel like that was, uh, did we just hear from Casey's id for a second? (laughs) That is what church camp is. I think you're, uh. Baptist, Baptist youth camp. That's what it is. I think your uh, super ego <laughs> took a nap there for a second and it just kind of took over. Okay, so apparently the plot of this movie. Did you read about the plot at all? Yeah. Okay, so there's this troubled teen. Who, Played by a mid-20s actor, by the way. <laughs> of course. Who has a run-in with the law. He avoids a juvenile facility by going to a church youth camp, which I'm sorry does not happen. So, at first, he's a fish out of water, but soon he finds friendship and acceptance. This also doesn't happen. Also, the plot of how many movies? If you're a troubled teen going to church camp, you're going to be watched like a hawk. You're not going to get alone time with a pretty girl. Like, this is not going to happen. No, I disagree with that part. Uh, <laughs> if you're a troubled teen, the girls will fall in love with you. That's true. That's true. Leaving no but attention not, for the good boys. Not at church camp. Okay, so there's a 54-second clip. It's a couple dancing on a dock to Place in This World. Okay? That's the whole... They're dancing and singing. That's the whole clip. So I made a list of everything that's wrong with this clip. That's not true (laughs) of church camp. Number one, they're dancing. This does not happen at camp. You do not dance. Number two, they're alone. You don't get to be alone with the opposite sex at camp. Trust me true. on this. I had a boyfriend <laughs> for several years of camp. Okay, number three. She's wearing spaghetti straps. Her dress is cut too low. Definite dress code violation. I feel like they tried here. Like, they made, they gave her a longer dress. It goes past her knees. But then they're just like, oh, well, it's summer, so she should be in a sundress. No, yeah, not at camp. What girl doesn't want to wear a full-length dress <laughs> to an outdoor camp? Okay, here's the major problem. They're turning a Christian song into a love song. This is the absolute opposite of what you do when you're in youth group. In youth group, you take a secular song that you really like, but you feel guilty about listening to it, and you try to somehow make it about God or your relationship with God. That's what you do when you're in youth group. So there's just there's a lot going on here. <laughs> well, you're on this is you're on fire with this. <laughs> it's true. I mean, I'm sure when you <laughs> started listening to secular music, did you feel like you felt guilty and you're like, well, this, this was sh- 2007, so. <laughs> and you're like, well, this could also be about God or, you know, whatever. So. Yeah, yeah, that's my uh, week away <laughs> hot take based on a 54 second clip. <laughs> my question is like, who is this for? 
because the I don't know place in this world was 1991. Yes. So even as mid twenty somethings, these kids weren't. You know. I don't know. That was 28 years ago. Yeah, I don't know. It's so it's so bizarre to me that the makers of this movie were like, "We love these songs. Let's make a movie or based around them." It's just okay. <sighs> I mean, I'm definitely gonna watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. You, you might be plot? surprised to know that I don't have the best memories of camp. <laughs> I, this was, I don't know if that know, was, was obvious or not. <laughs> this was literally, it, it's its kind of creepy because this is literally the reason my parents wouldn't didn't want me to go to camp. Because there was, they heard through the grapevine that there was like a banquet at the end of camp. Oh my that you could ask you could ask a date to if you mm. wanted to. So that would have been like the one time that I was outside of their control. And in, in theory, I could have asked a girl to go to a mm. bank, a heavily chaperoned banquet at some Assemblies of God youth camp. Yeah. And that was that was enough. Like, no, <laughs> we, we can't let you go to that. Well. I did get to go to a two-day Bible quiz camp, though. <laughs> Was your my mom, mom as a yeah, chef? She was, <laughs> yeah. she was there. Danny's mom was on all of our youth trips, every single one. Well, that was and fun my for dad you. was on a lot of them too. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say <laughs> any more about that. <laughs> Shout out to Elizabeth who hit me up in the DMs, asking with impeccable timing. Elizabeth, ask if if we would talk about this. Yes, we will. <laughs> and uh, we 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 did it. Like just a few hours after after she asked, so nice. Elizabeth uh, also exists outside of linear time. <laughs> she sent that DM two weeks ago. <laughs> she did. <laughs> she did. All right, all right. All right. You're really excited about this next video. Uh, I I've been excited about this video for. Since 1993. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so Audio Adrenaline, well, one of the strangest Christian bands as far as like different lineups and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. We, we call this the original Audio Adrenaline. Put out a song called AKA Public School. So good. AKA uh, DL Mayfield's <laughs> Soul Anthem. Stop. You have to take that out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was your joke. I stole it from you. No, but I did not say it out loud. <laughs> Whatevs. All right. So the, the, the crux of the song is that, hey, here's a radical thought. Like, instead of going to Africa as a 16-year-old, why don't you just, like, like look at your public school, man? Like, just like a, your very own mission field right there. Yes. Which is a The government is paying for you to witness to people. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that just blows the mind when you think about separation of church and state. It's like, like we got them. (laughs) They're paying you to witness. They're stuck there with you. You They can't get away. (laughs) Yes. 
So uh, they created this music video, which has very little to do with the you know the the theme of the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the video, the members of Audio Adrenaline are a high school basketball team, uh-huh. despite the fact that they're all in their twenties yes. and look even older than that. Uh, they're in they're a high school basketball team playing against a group of 30 year old (laughs) uh, players called the red devils of course they're the red devils yeah so it's the uh the lambs against the devils wow no i'm sorry the salt county sheep i don't know why i said lambs well sheep lambs same thing (laughs) so i actually went so far as to box score the entire video of the game and take stats (laughs) and i wrote it on a napkin and i think my wife threw out the napkin (laughs) well okay (laughs) suffice to say no one misses a shot in the entire game okay um just i have some issues okay Um, let's hear it so if i could just take you through the uh take through my notes here real quick uh, the Red Devils enter the court, and you know they're sinners because they're eating potato chips, drinking beer, wearing hats, they have muscles, and they also have a scary minority on the team. <laughs> they that's have how you muscles. Know. <laughs> that's how you know they're the scary Devils team. Okay. Uh, the Salt County Sheep, they have a live sheep on the sidelines. Okay, I thought it was My a question- goat. Because in my notes, I said, why is there a goat? <laughs> it's a farm animal of some kind. We're, we're in disagreement over it. My question is, who cleans the poop when that thing craps all over the sidelines? In the gym. Gross. In the gym. Conf- there's already so many people in there sweating and putting out their body smells. And then there's an animal. Ugh. Gross. Yeah. Okay. Bob Herdman, uh, who is the keyboardist for our audio adrenaline, legitimately looks like he's 38 years old. <laughs> in this video uh and it shows it shows it, the video is them playing basketball but it's intercut with vignettes of them ostensibly witnessing to the other kids at school yes except bob is wearing a jacket and tie which makes me think he's actually a teacher <laughs> he looks like a teacher i don't really understand that he's also six foot five. Oh, and well, not quite as tall as you <laughs> no at one point, he's running the point. Uh, sorry to get too technical on the sports here, Casey, but should you really have <laughs> You're your not center? Sorry, <laughs> no, not really. Why is your center running the point? Uh, who's coaching this team? I don't know. I mean, I I wrote down the exact same thing. At one forty-five, I'm I'm sure you did. At one forty-five, uh, Mark Stewart gets his vignette of how he's going to witness to people, mm-hmm. except he's. His vignette is he's teaching a girl how to cheat on a test. Yeah. I, which I was is trying to so figure rad. that out. What's going on with the guy helping the girl with her math? <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. Okay. You know, I'm going to teach you how to cheat, and uh, Jesus loves you. <laughs> At the 208, 208 mark, uh, the Salt County Sheep make a basket, and the opposing coach promptly punches his assistant in the face. (laughs) 
<laughs> when that uh, when the video started and the oppo- the opposing team was arriving, I was just writing notes as I was watching it. And I wrote down, why does that guy look like he's 37? And then I put, oh, he's the coach. <laughs> yep. Okay, good. At the 211 mark, the Salt County Sheep form a zone defense, just for those who are paying, you know. just Okay, zone defense, got it. Uh, in their attempt to stop That's when the they're, Red Devils. like, defending a zone, right? <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> 226. Why is the cafeteria ran completely by students? I have some questions about that. That's got to be some kind of labor violation if you're having the students run their own cafeteria. It's communism. It is. (laughs) Thanks, Bernie. Uh, At one point, Mark Stewart is being beaten up by three different players on the Mm. Red Devils. So my question is, where are his teammates when this is going down? (laughs) We already know that Mark Stewart is a cheater. Are right. we now to believe that he is so hated by the members of his own band that they're not going to intervene when he's getting beaten up by three different people? Just something to think about. I uh, yeah. One of my I think probably my favorite moment in the entire video is the two coaches get into a shouting match uh-huh. and the coach for the Red Devil who we know is physically abusive to his assistants <laughs> Takes a handful of popcorn and throws it in the face of the Salt County Sheep head coach. Oh, so good! Just very derisively throws it in his face. So like, good. Yeah, I don't, I don't care what you say. Anyway, some popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> so time is winding down. Salt County Sheep down by one. Bad, just horrible coaching. Mm. That's that's my big gripe here. It's horrible coaching. You're down by one, and you are running perimeter action. You don't have a screen. You don't have anything. You got to have it heading towards the basket in that moment. And the best shot they can come up with is Will launching a three. You're down by one and you're having your guys shoot a three. That's just horrible coaching. <laughs> I, and then there is a have, segment of our audience that is just loving this. I feel, like, I feel like Nate Claiborne would be all over this with me. <laughs> he probably would be. He'd probably go even even further into it with me. Yeah. Uh, but then we get the DC Talk cameo, which the first time you see this video, okay, it just kind of blows really you DC away. Okay, is it really DC Talk? It's really DC Talk. because okay, I wrote down, did DC Talk just show up? <laughs> they did. They totally did. Okay, okay. So now, I wasn't we don't seeing know, things. We don't know if they were actually in the shoot because they never appear in the same uh-huh, shot. Uh-huh. They could have just shot that like, you know. While they were on tour, like at a yeah, you don't you don't even know if they're in a gym. Did you just <laughs> see them walk through the door? Wow. Um, and my final thought is: is Will also a teacher? Because the final vignette, you know, he makes the game-winning shot, but then it goes back and he's helping a what appears to be a forty-year-old African-American woman find her class, <laughs> and he's dressed in like slacks, dress shirt, and tie. No one not named Matthew Pierce dresses like that to go to school. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I did dress like that when I started going to Christian school because I thought it would help me attract babes. I would totally dress up. With like a tie? Not a tie, but like my I remember my first day of school at Christian school, so I wore slacks, dress shoes, and a like a blue dress shirt. So good. 
Long sleeve blue dress shirt. Dress for the job you want. (laughs) Dad. (laughs) So mean to me. Have you forgotten that men are remarkable? (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) No, I I will never forget that. (laughs) Have you know, we build bridges, Casey. (laughs) I know. Okay. Do you have anything else to say about that video? Because I, bas- I basically touched on everything I had written down when I interjected. <laughs> is that the best? Is that your most favorite Christian music video of all time? It's up there. Um, <laughs> I don't have like a definitive ranking, but now I feel like I need to have one. Well, you don't have to decide that right now. <laughs> I mean, maybe most entertaining I don't know. Entertaining Angels, I really enjoyed that when it came out as far as just mm. a concept video. Mm. That one that one was like a cool one. This one was like entertaining. I have to tell you, I had never heard this song or seen this video. It came out in 1993. Yeah. So I was in third grade. Family Force 5 Dance or Die is a really entertaining video too. <laughs> oh, I regret asking that question. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll stop. <laughs> Sorry, they can't all be Sarah Groves. <laughs> are music videos still a thing? Yeah, they are. They are. Now that I'm thinking about it. <sighs> Man. Okay. Does Sarah Groves have videos? Yeah. I've, I've seen I've seen like one or two. I don't Does she think do concept she videos? She still actively makes music videos. Okay. Um maybe occasionally, but she had these really funny videos that went with her Christmas album. They were like um like trivia facts about Christmas carols and they were really funny. Mm-hmm. I'll send you one. Okay. I know you'll enjoy it. Okay. Now she was she was the one that was in that song with the guy from PFR, right? Yes, that's what you always bring up <laughs> every time. <laughs> All right, I'm just messing with you. Go ahead. Okay. Well, nobody's ready for us to talk about this next video. Ryan is. <laughs> Whoever sent, who sent it to you? Ryan? Ryan, yep. Okay. So we alluded to this on our last episode, which we recorded 500 weeks ago, it feels like. <laughs> it was 2017. <laughs> um, you, you just introduce it, please. <laughs> Coward. <laughs> Go. So uh, one day in my DMs, a YouTube clip showed up from Ryan and basically just imploring me to watch this. <laughs> and sometimes when people send me YouTube videos, I, I just kind of like catalog them. I was like, okay, I'll take a look at that later. You may find this hard to believe. I don't get many YouTube videos sent to me where the title is Life Saving Oral Sex. <laughs> is that what it's called or does it, is it called like What Jesus Thinks About Life Saving Oral Sex? Well, the full title is How Jesus Feels How About Jesus Life Feels. Saving. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Okay. <laughs> so, this video blew my mind into a million pieces. I <laughs> I wasn't prepared. You can never be prepared. For this well whatever you think you're in for it's it's 
five times better and stranger than you think it's going to be. Yes. <laughs> it's to the point where I watched it twice and then I messaged you and said, you have to watch this with Danny. Yes. But also record your reactions to it. <laughs> uh, okay. So I'm guessing a lot of you have already seen it or are watching it now. It's nine something minutes long. <sighs> Don't get hung up in the first couple minutes. The first couple about- minutes are amazing though. Because first of all, Gail... Take five seconds and close those two doors behind you. Like, <laughs> just spoken I mean, like a true mom. We know that you're in your apartment or whatever, but like, just you could make a tiny bit of effort and just not have those lights <laughs> shining in. So then she talks about her facelift, facelift exercises or waist exercises, and she's talking about exercising. So I'm watching this and. She talks about her website. So I go to her website and I honestly think that we're going to have to do a deep dive on Gail at some point. We're going to have to do a throwback and do an actual deep dive episode because she has a whole website just for her stuff. She's been on Tosh.0, which I hate Daniel Tosh, but anyways, she's been on like real TV shows. So yeah. Anyways. Okay. (sighs) I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where the line is between genuine mental issue mm-hmm. and performance art. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes when I'm watching her, it's like, okay, there's something wrong with this woman. And sometimes when I'm watching her, 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 she's reading. Like she's, she's reading. reading. Yes, she so is. I don't know. Like, is this fiction she has done? Is this? I mean, is this a script? Like, is she performing this? Is this just? Mm-hmm. An elaborate character she's created. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I, know. I don't fully un- understand that. I, I feel like if I knew for sure that it was just one hundred percent her being disturbed, I don't know if I mm-hmm. could laugh at it the same way. Okay, so she kind of goes into the the main part of the video by talking about she's talking about um something. She says Jesus is helping me with this, rewarding me. For turning Brent down in the early 90s. <laughs> so she's talking about Brent Spiner, right? Yes. That's his name, who's from Star Trek. He Yes. And <clears throat> so she says that she turned him down in the early 90s because she was married. And she didn't want to disgrace her lord by being in an adulterous relationship. But... um. That was in in 2006. She consummated her relationship with Brent brain to brain. <laughs> Technovirgin, eh? <laughs> and Jesus, I, I wrote so much down that she said, Jesus told her that in the millennium that the men on her marriage list, she has a marriage list of like her people that she's married to. Um, the men on her marriage list will no longer need their sex dummies. And he will sanction her having sex with all of them. So, <laughs> they're pillows? I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know. She didn't elaborate on that part. Okay. <laughs> so then, she starts a story. I don't know who these people are. Does she ever really talk about who these people are? 
they 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 interweave through her other videos. Okay, are, they're part of the church of her church, the church of Gale, she calls it, I think. Which I, I think it might be on a spaceship. Okay. Or this the that is a spaceship where the church is or something. I don't know. Okay. So here who are our characters here? <laughs> we have Terrence or Terrance. She says it both <laughs> ways. Terrence Jenkins. Rule thirteen. <laughs> Who is the girl? Yep. And then there's Zach Knight, who's the bad guy. Yes. May in fact be Satan. <laughs> I hope people watching this are trying to follow along if they haven't not watching listening. It, it would almost be better if they hadn't watched the video. I know. Okay. So here's what's happening. Terrence <laughs> Is having oral sex with Rule 13 on a regular basis to save her life. Of course. Plot twist, though. She's not the receiver. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Zach Knight is trying to kill Rule 13 by giving her an overwhelming orgasm so powerful that it could kill her. <laughs> is this according to Zack Knight? This is the premise of the story. Okay, so I just wrote this down word for word. She said, Zack did this to her when she thought that Jesus Christ was... <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> I can't say it. There's no way I can say this. <laughs> <laughs> You have to do it. <laughs> All right, I'm just. <laughs> she says this phrase twice. She says it first, very matter of factly, but then she says it as rule thirteen. Yeah. Like very happily, and it kills me every time she does. <laughs> Okay, I'm just going to read the quote. That's all I'm going to do. I'm going to read the quote. (laughs) (laughs) What have we gotten ourselves into? (laughs) What if we we split it? Like, (laughs) you read the first word, I'll read the next word. have to do is <laughs> Jesus <laughs> this is awful <laughs> this is a very professional podcast we have <laughs> okay do it fine leave it to the man always leave it to the man <laughs> well, we're remarkable yes you are <laughs> Jesus Christ was making love to her bukkake style <laughs> I got almost all the way through. I couldn't. <laughs> okay. So I got a question. Okay. Don't you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry in advance. We can edit this out. Don't you need more than one person for that? Uh, yes. And also, okay. how could you ever consider that making love? <laughs> Just. <laughs> okay. So Zach's. 
Zach <laughs> is angry at her for being willing to make love to his enemy, Jesus Christ. So Zach is Jesus's enemy. Okay. So everyone who is trying to save Rule Thirteen, they're they're so scared. They she participated. Okay, Gail, the maker of this video, participated in group brain to brain sex to keep her alive. And the only way they could defeat Zach was to allow Rule Thirteen to have oral sex with Terrence. For some reason. Okay, and Jesus... As one does. <laughs> Jesus told Terrence... <laughs> this is so good for... I love this. I ha- Okay, this is Jesus telling Terrence, I have a piece of wisdom that you'll need. Go for it and do it hard. <laughs> uh, yeah. Jesus told him that. Um, so she said, Rule 13 is really attached to Zack Knight. And <laughs> suggested that Jesus could make love to her in his own style, which we already know what that is. <laughs> and Gail told Rule 13 that Jesus loves her so much more than Zack Knight. And she tells, she says this like five times, that Zack is giving Rule 13 an orgasm so strong it's gonna kill her how do you even come up with that like as a as a plot <laughs> okay and then it's i'm just gonna keep reading well, i mean the, obviously she's borrowing heavily from the classics because what this basically is the plot of my utmost for his highest <laughs> Okay, so rule 13 um, is having such an overwhelming orgasm, she got all the guys at the Church of Gale to have an erection, and their erections were so severe that it almost exploded their penises. (laughs) That's her trademark. (laughs) This is all in one video. Okay. So they had to get sexually involved with her so that they could deflect her sexual energy. <laughs> she says, Terrence asked if it would be okay to make sex with her. <laughs> oh. Okay. What notes do you have? I'm just basically reading the whole premise of this video. I just I just have my, my favorite lines. <laughs> my novel is going to be nonfiction. <laughs> At that one, I could not, I could not stop laughing. I did not know what to do. That one just destroyed my mind to say my novel is going to be nonfiction. Oh, that's towards the end of the video. Man, I don't remember how, how, uh, I guess the, the whole thing is that the oral sex is what saves her. (laughs) Well, I have this, this doozy of the video. How about this line? Oral sex to save her life? Jesus would respect. (laughs) Oh, man. Jesus tells Gail that she rocked. Oh, man. 
I <laughs> I like to you know the well the part where she says like all the the men will have boners so dangerous because they might explode. Yeah. Hey Gail, stop writing about my youth group. <laughs> Every youth group ever. <laughs> yeah, well, that's probably true as well. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> <laughs>